Material on today's episode, which is like the intro said, you tuned into that's effing weird. And this month we got a, a kind of a special theme we're going for, and it's uh, weird people. And uh, <laughs> we we had talked about this person, I think, on one of our fishbowls, the last fishbowl that came out, uh, Ed Gein. So we wanted to hit it off right away. Oh shit. Did you say give you 30 seconds, Tristan, before? <laughs> totally did, but that's fine. We're good. <laughs> I thought you said like, I, yeah, I we're. React. <laughs> <laughs> I, Shit, figured I'm sorry. I figured you thought the 30 seconds would cover the intro. So it just was like, all right, that works. <laughs> well, oh, and yeah, I didn't my, say anything I mean, because I thought I heard it wrong. <laughs> Maybe Tristan didn't ask for 30 seconds. <laughs> I did, I don't, but I, we're good. We're good. I don't use the thirty, the first thirty seconds, anyways, for any of the videos, so we're we're fine. Shit, my bad, my bad, Tristan. Well, that's why this is all staying too. It's all staying. Good, I'm glad. But yeah, we got a. We're gonna be covering Ed Gein. Um, guy had a pretty interesting life. Uh, kind of the way that I broke it up is a. Uh, is like his the beginning of his life, kind of like the middle of his life, kind of like what he was doing, because that plays kind of, I think, like an integral role in far as like how he became the person who he is. Um, and then kind of like the the end of part of his life. Nothing too too extreme, uh, but we'll, we'll get into that. I know, Ro, you said that you don't know anything about this person. So I hope, I mean, I know India has a lot of crazy stories, but I hope. I'm not, that sounds kind of weird. I don't hope Ed Gein is like now up there, but like with the stuff that he did and who he is, uh, I feel like this is a pretty crazy guy. Um, I love how America number one even applies to serial killers. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> um, but yeah, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get right into it. So uh, Ed Gein, born in 1906 in Wisconsin, he spent the majority of his life in Wisconsin, just from like one County to another, he didn't was not traveling around a lot with his, with his family or anything like that. And with his, that being said with his family, very small, it was him, his brother, Henry, uh, his mom and his dad. Um, two big things that you need to know about his, both of his parents, which actually, like, like I said, will play kind of a, a big part in how he came to be who he was was that um, his father was an alcoholic, and then his mother was huge into the Bible. Um, like, so, like you can't you can't under like underemphasize that she was really into the Bible, like as much as a human being possibly can be. Yes, yes. So she like like <laughs> took took the word of the Bible like literally because like there are those like. You know, some people take like the passages as just like stories and things to live by, but no, like hers was like every single word was the truth and everything, and that <clears throat> that actually uh, made his like upbringing and everything like that pretty pretty weird and everything. So again, his father, 
alcoholic, really wouldn't support the family all that much as far as like, yes, they had a home and everything, but rather than, you know, pay attention to the kids, he would be off drinking. Um, and then that was left an old, time. It was an old home, right? Like, if I remember right, their home was built in like 1910, maybe, and like never upgraded. So, so yes, because like the, the first part of his life, uh, where was it? It was... I can't remember the county, but he lived in a different part. And then once like once the like the issues really started to like get rolling with like the mom and the dad, the mom decided like, hey, we're moving to this different county where he spent the rest of his life. So like as a as a kid growing up, I want to say like it was maybe like anywhere from like eight to like 12. He lived in this one county and then they moved. And then that's, yeah, like that's when things started getting kind of out of hand. So he was not like, so something like doing my research and everything like that. I always thought like he was mentally ill, but he like, yes, he was, he was, but he was not on the lower IQ spectrum. I should say like he wasn't, he might, he wasn't he might not dumb. He, exactly. Like he was not a dumb guy. He could drive, um, he could hold a job, things like that. Like he was just normal I, function. And, I like to describe like he's the type of dude you'd talk about, like he's he's simple. Like he's not he's not dumb. He's not like overly mm-hmm. smart. He's just very like this is this. Oh, it's just him. Like he's just that guy. Like he's a little quirky and weird, but y- you wouldn't say like, oh, he's not completely all there when it comes to mentally. Just maybe like if if this is normal, he might be like, right here, you know? Yes. Like, just south of it. Like, there's something off. Like, like you know, when there's yeah. just, like, there's something weird about this person. And and that's actually what mm-hmm. his school teachers had said and told his parents was, like, hey, your son just sometimes just laughs in, in class just, like, randomly. And just, like, he, you know, he's just, like, there's something weird about the kid, right? Um, and it, it didn't help that, um, their house was isolated from everyone else in the town, the one that they moved mm-hmm. to. And then when he did try to make friends, his mom would tell like his sons, like, no, you can't have friends or like your friends aren't allowed over here. So you take someone who's, you know, really into the Bible, isolating their children, you know, telling them that these passages are true and all this stuff. The kid starts ending up a little bit off, you know, a little bit weird. And when his mother would talk to their like the kids about the Bible and everything like that, something that she really hit on was how like women are bad. Like all women are just like, they're not good. I'm good. Like she'd be like, I'm okay because I live my life through the Bible and everything like that. Because I hate myself. (laughs) Yes, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. So and, and then again, like I feel like the the fact that the dad was not really like playing a part in it to stop that, that was kind of like a, a piece driving why he ended up the way that he was. Before we go any further, like just we'll we'll stop right there for the early part of his life. Like, what are you guys thinking about that 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 first part? Like, do you think that like had he not been grown up in these sort of situations, he could have been somewhat normal? Or do you think like right now? these are some like precursors to like, you know, having someone end up kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, uh, almost every documentary that I've read about serial killers or, you know, some insane person 
or even watched episodes of criminal mind <laughs> i mean almost like a good chunk of those serial killers they are the way they are because of how their upbringing was or how their parents was well so mm-hmm. yeah now i know why I... he is what he is was Is he dead? Yeah. He said he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He died in the eighties. <laughs> so, like, oh, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like almost like what you were saying, Ro, is like I feel like when we start seeing like there, there's almost like a trend where it's like something happens in their childhood that makes them the way that they are. But then there's also other times where it's like the they have a normal like upbringing, but like just for some odd reason. You know, they're just, they're just yeah, off. They're just so evil. I, they're yeah, just evil. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th- I think that's, I think that's really like something interesting too, is like, they're just like, sometimes it is, it, there's nothing that the parents actually did do, or it was nothing to do with the upbringing. It was just like, there's something inside somebody that, that, that happens. And that, that could play a, like a piece in this, you know, like the fact that maybe like, you know lower function i not maybe a lower function but like almost what you're saying tristan just like a little bit under um so but yeah like his brother his brother was fine and everything like that and i'll i'll, I'll actually hop into that right now before we do that tristan do you have anything that i miss any pieces or anything like that no you got the you got the gist of it um okay just always remember that like <laughs> extremism in parents is never good for impressionable minds especially an impressionable mind that is not fully there like you're gonna get into it with his brother i think he could kind of separate the two a little bit better Mm -hmm. yeah but that's a big thing early on about ed gein i think it's important to remember it's just like i just he couldn't really separate separate the extremism from reality too well um yeah and and that that's really dangerous on like a little kid yeah and i think like that especially like when there's like cults and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like when we like yep. there, what was it? Like, Same uh, mentality. Yes. Yep. Like the, like the Jim Jones call like the pair, um, people's paradise, whatever. People's paradise, um, yeah. Jonestown. Yep. Jonestown. Thank you. Um, what's another one? Um, the oh. one with the, like a uh, space thing. I like what, the, what I think it, it, Heaven's Gate the commercial Heaven's Gate. Thank you. That one. That's, yes. Yep. That exact one. I don't know if were there any kids. I thought it was like all adults. Mm. I thought it was just like all like that. Fair enough. Um, what about uh the one in Texas? Uh, Waco. Waco. Yeah, there were kids in that, weren't there? Yes, there were. Why are there so many cults? I don't know. (laughs) Dude, people are just always willing to believe things, man. (laughs) Like certain a lot of the times, it's mostly like economical stuff. We're like. People are willing to believe something, so they're just exploited economically. But every once in a while, it 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 bleeds into like the extremism, and like it'll cost you your life or the lives of people around you. It's but it's just exploitation. It, that's all it is. Just good old fashioned cons, and you know the guy who can tell your future kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, moving forward and everything with with Ed Gein, this the next part, like his later life. There's a couple. There's a couple of pieces. Um, we'll break it down, or I'll break it down, kind of in like in, in three different little sections. So later in life, we're skipping kind of like far ahead. You know, 
30s, right? So everyone, since he was in grade school up into his 30s, didn't leave the town. Like, I don't know if I, 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 didn't, I don't know if he graduated high school or like, you know, I don't know at what grade he stopped going. But nevertheless, he stayed in the same town till he was in his 30s. Well, his whole life, actually, um, I, in his 30s. Just to interrupt real quick, I do believe yep. it was around like uh, 10 to 14. He left high school to work on the farm because they owned a okay. farm. Was it, I, yes. I think it was in that range. He, it was pretty early. Like he did not finish school. And him and his, I think his brother did too. I just don't think his brother was as kind of like he could use his uh, knowledge to like have another job, but Ed Gein couldn't. And, and that's the, and that's the thing is like back in the day, that was not uncommon to like, no. you know, like at that age, just like stop working. Okay. Now I'm going to be a farmer. Like I, I, I know how to read, write, do math. Okay. I'm, I'm done with school. Like, that's just how, like, I guess like early America was like, you didn't have to finish school or wasn't a big priority, I guess. Um, but yes, it he stayed in the same town up into his thirties. And then when thirties, that's when his dad passed away. So father's out of the picture now. It didn't, I think it was natural causes. I, I can't remember. But yes, father's dead, working uh, him and his brother on the farm alone with the mom. Um, a way that they, they kind of had like an income was just doing odd jobs around the, uh, the town and on the farm, just keeping it up and going. Um, one of the things that I found pretty interesting was that Ed Gein was actually a babysitter. He would go to people's houses and watch their kids. And he was actually really good at it. Like, apparently the townspeople would call on him frequently. Um, and I, I don't want to give out too much of, like, his later life and everything like that. But some of the kids would tell the parents, like, some of, like, the things that he was saying and some of the things that, like, they saw, like, within his house. But the parents just didn't really say anything about it. like the, the parents were like, you know, like overactive imagination of a child type thing like, oh, OK, I'm sure like whatever. Again, like, this is like 1930s, 1940s. So like this was when like kids didn't really have a say or a voice in anything. So um, odd jobs. That's how he kind of sustained his uh, income and everything like that. Um, and kind of fast forwarding just a little bit more is kind of like what Tristan was saying. His brother was a little bit more high functioning or like could separate, you know, like the what mom is saying is not necessarily true and everything like that, because his brother was able to um, get a girlfriend or I, I think that's all it really was, was like a girlfriend. He was he was with a, a woman and. um what ended up happening was I, I, I think his brother was in town talking with someone at the time and the brother was essentially talking shit about the mom and Ed Gein overheard this and everything like that and got super upset. Cause Ed Gein was just like a, a, a mama's boy, essentially like he, everything mom said was like, was true. And the brother Henry didn't really I guess, believe in it and everything like that, or like, you know, whatever. So what ended up happening was that one day there was a fire on the farm, right? Uh, 
fire department comes, puts it out, everything like that. Everything is good. Well, Ed Gein called the fire department again, like hours after it had happened and saying that they he couldn't find his brother. So the police come out to the farm <coughs> again and like do a search of the property. They found the brother uh, face down in mud and they chalked it up as he died from asphyxiation and the coroner when they were doing their like in like you know autopsy whatever saw that there was a gash in the back of the brother's head so people are like essentially what people are thinking is that if the police brother like he killed his brother like yes that's like that's what everyone is thinking is that had the police done a little bit better investigation they probably could have pinned it on Ed Gein and then all the atrocities to come thereafter wouldn't have happened. Um, so based just like on that little piece, like his odd jobs, his brother's dying and everything like that. What are you guys, what are you guys' thoughts on Ed Gein so far? Like, because I mean, the police, you know, said that he didn't kill his brother technically. So what do you guys think? What was the technique? What was the technique that they were looking for? <laughs> well, so like I, I mean, I don't. I they didn't couldn't know they like prove he his... killed his brother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do they want him to stand over his brother's body with a knife, and that's what the technique technicality is? That would be that would be very nice for a court of law. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd yes. be very useful. Yeah, neat, neatly packaged and delivered to them. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. The the only thing is like I don't know where the brother was actually like found and like I it didn't say like what hit him over the head again like they did a, a shit job of actually investigating like the real like the brother's death and everything so like who knows I mean they chalked it up as asphyxiation they didn't they didn't say the head wound was like the the reason why he died, he died what, what, like he died in almost in the uh the 50s but it was like the 40s right in a small yes, town so, in wisconsin like i think a big part of it is probably they just didn't want to deal with it and that and that was it was like mid 40s because like it was around ed Gein, i think it was like around they say like 38 when it happened or henry was 38 when it it happened so yeah it was it was in the 40s again like investigating crimes and everything like that was not nearly as good as it is today and obviously they probably, it was a small town too. And I'm not saying like small towns do a terrible job of investigating stuff, but how much resources is this small town in Wisconsin really going to have to see who actually did it? So, yeah. Cause but, most people die in small towns from accidents anyway. So it'd be what you're used to, right? Exactly. I mean like that's, and that's the thing is like, again, not sure what the coroner actually put as far as like what the head injury was. Cause like if it was like a rock, or something like that. Okay, well, obviously someone knocked him over the head. Whereas if it was like, I don't know, like a huge branch or something like that. Okay, maybe he was walking in the woods. Again, they didn't really break it down too much as far as like what actually like the head wound was. But everyone can really chalk it up as Edgin probably killed his brother from his brother talking shit and not really believing what his mother was saying and everything like that and kind of like going down a path that their mother had said was bad. So, so Ed Gein was 39 when his 39. brother died. That's how old Ed Gein at least was. Okay. Um, it was in 44. Oh, yeah, so mid-40s, yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, Ro. Also, I think, I mean, based on what he just said, that Edgeen was uh, used to babysit children, and maybe that made the parents, you know, kind of feel safe, like he's a good person. Our children are safe with him, so he'd probably be a murderer. And I, I, th- I think that's true. I think you bring up a good point. Is like, all right, hey, yeah, the guy's a little weird or whatever, but he's great with our kids. There's a, you know, not a scratch on their head, you know, just like a, a normal guy. So, what's well, that's as funny as they're like, um, misconflating weird with slow. That's what they're thinking. Is they're they're thinking he's slow, right? They yeah. think the whole reason they can trust him with his kids is because like, oh, his brain is that of a child. They're, that's what they think of when they think of. Like they uh, listen to him talk because he's kind of weird and off. But thing is, he's not, he doesn't have the brain of a child. He's just like kind of like a little bit beyond that, but in kind of more of a crazy sense. So it's this weird blend between childlike wonder and adult destructiveness, I guess, if you know where the story is going. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I just think like now knowing and now like learning that he did watch kids and everything like that. I think it's just it makes it the story all, that much, I guess, weirder because I just, something it makes that, sense, though, man, because like what we'll, we'll get to it. But what he does later and just like childlike almost curiosity of it, that's the yeah. part where it's just like he's basically a kid like I. Yeah. Right. Okay, I, am, I want to know this part. I want to hear this part. <laughs> okay, well, there, there's there's, there's one like last piece of his like his life that we kind of not need to get into that sets up the rest of like the events there to follow after. So, again, after his brother's death, <clears throat> it wasn't too much, not too much time had passed before his mother had a stroke, and I think it said that he it left her paralyzed. Or, like, immobile, in a sense. So, like, she needed to get weighted on hand and foot. Ed Gein didn't have a problem with this, really. So, like, again, um, the mom was, like, secluded to her bedroom. She would, you know, I, I, I don't think anyone really knows how she treated Ed as far as, like, I don't know if, like, she was like, hey, you're a good little boy, Ed. Or if she was like, Ed, get over here right now. Like, no one I don't think really knows. It didn't kind of go into her, like, her personality. But you can imagine. I I mean, I I feel like you can imagine where it's like you kind of know maybe how she was, like, with Ed in a sense. Like, you know, she was probably kind of demanding. I I, I don't know. Because, I mean... Uh, okay, I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll say it. So I, I'm sure everyone kind of knows that there's certain movies based off Ed Gein. So it, one of them is Psycho. The other one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then what's the what's the last oh, one? Oh fuck! Uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill. Yep. Yes, Silence of the Lambs. And in in Psycho, it's the the uh, what the guy the guy's name in it. It makes it seem like Norman he was, Bates. Yes, thank you, Norman Bates. Uh, was like, you know, obsessed with the mother and wanted to please her, and like, just like, mm-hmm. very weird esque to it. And that, I'm not, 
But that, I, I guess that's like how I guess the relationship was. It was very weird, very like, yeah, that's is Freudian the, is a good way to put it. Yes. Very, <laughs> it was very off and everything. So, um, but with, with that being said, yes, she had a stroke. I, I can imagine she was very weird with him. Maybe, I, I, I don't know. I mean, she, it, it said that like she preached that all women were bad except for her. So, like, again... It's a cult of personality thing, man. She basically, like, manipulated him to be obsessed with her and her needs because her husband wasn't interested in anything because he was too busy drinking all the time and her son was too smart to fall for it. Her other son, his brother. Yes, and that's actually something that was um, in the... I mean, mean, you can kind of put two and two together, but, like, in the Bible, you're not supposed to get divorced. Like, that is, like, a no-no. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't get divorced. And in so that she, time period, that was super, like, taboo, too. Like, I, it didn't matter how bad your marriage was. Like, in the 30s and 40s, like, that just, you didn't do that. Yep, yep. So it was it was one of those things where, she, like, she was, again, yeah, didn't like her husband, didn't want to. So where where else she can she turn? I guess to her kids. But one, was, one of them was too smart for it. The other one, not so smart. Uh, nevertheless, though, she had, she ended up having a second stroke. And that one actually killed her. Um, she got buried and everything, you know, um, funeral. I, I didn't, didn't really give too much as far as like the, that piece, like, like who went to it, like how that piece played out. But the, the house that they lived in and everything like that, he stayed in that house. Uh, he was able, I, I, I assume that it was paid off or I, I'm not sure, but he was able to live there. But the house itself started to like kind of decay and look off because he boarded up the doors, the windows, certain rooms, like the inside of the house uh, just started to go. Apparently, the only room in the house that he really cared about and like kept like neat was the mom's room. And that kind of yeah, like it was and that that's that kind of plays into like the whole cycle thing where it's like he. He really yeah. loved his mom and was obsessed uh, with her and everything like that. So but wasn't it wasn't it dusty as shit though? I do remember that part. Like I think he kept it so pristine, but he didn't dust it. Like there was just like a thick layer where he just like would not let anything touch it or clean it or do anything. It just had to be preserved. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was that. So yeah. Like again. What w- wasn't cluttered? It looked like a nice room, but like almost what Tristan was saying too. Yeah. It was just untouched like you don't touch anything in the room and everything like that because mm-hmm. mom will get mad it was it was like one of those stuff <laughs> yeah, don't touch mom's stuff <laughs> don't touch it <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but d- during this time though too was like it mom, mom died house was kind of going and everything like that i don't know See, this is <clears throat> this is the weird part is that he still was babysitting kids at this time too. And like, you know, people would still, I, th- I want to say they were the, somewhere in there. Like the, the parents would drop the kids off at his house because they, the kids would talk about some of the things that were, was in the house. What I always find is weird is that none of the parents would go inside the house. I, I just find that kind of weird. Like none of them would like, you know, like knock on the front door. Like maybe, and maybe he had like had this stuff in like another room, but I'm yeah, just I saying, despite what I know about what 
happens next and what was in that house, I still feel like he was probably an amazing babysitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't trust him with my kids by knowing what now. I'm not <laughs> saying you trust him, but given the nature of his crimes and what he did and like what kind of happened, it just doesn't seem like that was his interest. It didn't seem like he was one of those guys going at like the, 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 child abducting murder yeah. rapist thing that 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 was not really his that didn't seem like something he was after like what he was after was super specific and super almost as morbid as it is it was childlike in its approach yeah Kristen, you have to stop giving trailers i really want to <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta tease him to it man you can't give it all at once <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing is you got to kind of you have to know the early part of his life yeah. and like these things for it to make sense what happened next. And we're we're right there, bro. Like there. we're we're about to we're <laughs> about to get into it. Trust me. Um, and you as the audience, I'm sure you're you're willing to uh, or eager to know what's what's going to happen next. The last little bit that I will say before we get into it, um, is on Ed Gein's off time is he would like to read books about like war and like atrocious like things that had happened and like the different like, stuff. Yes. And like, it was very, it, the book selection that he had. And I, I find this weird too. Is like, I don't know if he went to the library to like get these books and look at them or if it was like, he just had them in his house. I don't know. Um, but nevertheless, he would read these books in his off time about like all this weird stuff. And one of them was particularly that he liked was the, these tribes that were cannibals, like for some reason that just sparked his interest. All right. So now that all of that is said and done, all right, now we're about to get into the I, I don't want to say the juicy parts, but like the the things that he's well so known. Where do you for. want to start from? <laughs> do you want to start with like the crimes or what they found? Um, I I think it's important to start with like the crimes, like how they actually okay. got to him, like how the police actually identified him as like a, a killer, essentially. Or the, like the the first one, then like where like he didn't get caught because remember he didn't get caught for that first one until way later. Yes. Yeah, what do you think? So, I, I, are you thinking of the same one, like the tavern lady? Is that yeah, the one? the, the a waitress lady? Because she was first, but they didn't wanna, catch him till way later. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about that one? Do you know? Like, do you know much about it? I mean, just the basics. Just like she just disappeared one day, um, and it was a small town, so everyone was just like, "Whoa, where the hell?" It was like maybe two thousand, not even two thousand people, maybe like a thousand people at best in this surrounding community of farmhouses. Yes. Like if that, um, and the waitress has disappeared one day and last person she was talking to was Ed Gein, but you know, it's Ed Gein. So everyone's just like, oh, he's just the dude who's super slow. Like no reason to worry about him. Like yep. he's not, there's, there's nothing to stress about there. And then, and that was four years before the other lady went missing who was, uh, running a general store. She was like, yep. right. It, it was like an ACE hardware of the town kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yep. And then she disappeared, but they found blood on the scene. And someone had said, I think Ed Gein was the last person to see her. And so they went to his house. So what 
yes, it like essentially the, yes, that's what happened. And like literally they followed a blood trail to his house. So what, (laughs) yeah. So what happened was, is, Oh, what was it? It was the day, the day before she went missing. Um, the, the, the storekeeper, the lady that works there had a son who was also there and Ed Gein had stopped in. And I think he said like he needed to buy antifreeze. So he bought, he bought antifreeze and they, you know, gave him a receipt and he left. It's Um, it's something you put in your car. Preserve. It's like formaldehyde though. is also important. Yes. It's, it's a preservative in, in, in other applications. Yeah. (laughs) Which he probably used it for, which we'll, we'll get into. Um, but yeah, so he, he needed, he needed to buy something from the store. He bought it the next day. Um, the, the storekeeper was shot and her throat was slit and there was so much blood that they, they could follow this trail of blood to Ed Gein's house. Something on top of that was that the receipt the day prior was antifreeze and the kid remembered that so like when the uh police were investigating and everything like that the son had said like so, said yes um the the people that had been in the store one of them was ed Gein. he had bought this receipt had fallen out of his pocket <coughs> um and um they they you know son said antifreeze had bought it you know, ed Gein had bought it whatever so they followed the and receipt said antifreeze whatever and they followed the blood all the way to Ed Gein's house. Um, and I, I can't remember if Ed Gein was actually home or not, or if they arrested him, brought him in, and then went through his house. But like he wasn't home, and they went to the shed. That's yeah, that's what it was because they, they, they did the, not find him until after they went to the shed and found what they found. Yes. Do you want to talk about it, Tristan, or do you want do you want me to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, so have you ever seen that newer movie, Terrifier? Uh, uh-uh, no. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think, did the same thing. But uh, basically, where you take a person and hang them by their ankles, and then split them down the middle. Yeah. That's what they found. Yes. Oh so, my god. In a yeah. shed. He was gutting it like a deer. Like it was very methodical, not like he it was it was like he was trying to prepare an animal is kind of what it was just Yeah. 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 So yeah, he uh, yeah, gutted the storekeeper essentially and not only that, but um, he cut off her head too, and it was in a burlap sack bag. Like I don't know if it, it was in it was in the shed where her body was, and when they opened it up, there was two nails through like one through each ear, and there was string, and they were thinking like he was gonna hang it up like a trophy, like you know tie it like you know like like a decoration type type thing. So they they found that in the shed, um, and that's when they were like, "Okay, well, if this is in the shed, what's inside the house?" <laughs> yeah. So this is a 
this is where I think they just went in. I think there was, they just like didn't care about like it was that small town thing where like civic laws went out the window and they were like, we're just going in here. Yes. Yeah. They just kind of went inside the house and that's when they found a shit ton of shit in in the house. So I I'll just name off a handful of things that they they found. This is where I also think this story gets misleading when you hear about it for the first time. So I'm going to preface this. He killed at most 3 people. Maybe maybe more though. Maybe more. He probably yeah, killed I know maybe what was four. in the house. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So it was a dinosaur. He for sure killed the waitress, the shopkeeper. Um, he probably killed his brother, and he might have killed his mother. Yes. Yeah. Everything else he found in the house was not like people he lured into his house and killed. Because that's always part when you hear about Ed Gein and you hear about what he did, you're just like, holy shit, this dude must have killed like a hundred people. He didn't. And anyway, uh, yeah, and I'll I'll bring up like how there was there was so much of what was in the house. So, all right, girl, this is this is what the police found inside the house. All right, so again, let's let's remember that like all the rooms were kind of like boarded up and everything like that. The only the mom's room and essentially the kitchen and like the living room area were the only ones that were kind of like being operated or like you know lived in um so they found a huge stack of human bones like in like in a pile in one of the areas of the house they found at least 10 different heads uh as well like kind of like stacked up um they found uh people's faces had been removed from some of the heads and were being like displayed as masks. Uh, so one of the things that he did was he would put lipstick on some of them to make them look more real. And then he also there was also a like a waste basket or like a basket full of skin. So like all the skin from like all these bones and everything like that were were being discarded in there, um, supposedly. Uh, another thing that they had found was a a chair with like human skin draped over it as a covering. So like this entire chair had like a skin like covering on it. Uh, le- yeah, like a leather chair just with skin. Um, <clears throat> and then that's what leather is is skin. So you know. yeah, I, I mean, skin. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't forget that. Like leather is skin, so don't don't. <laughs> um, another thing that they found around the house was there was a a like a lamp, and the lamp shade was complete skin. Um, an, like another thing, there was like a couple of shoe boxes with noses, ears. Um, there was like a necklace made out of I think like lips. It was like human lips. Uh, a, a lot of. Yes, like a lot of genitals were just kind of like laying about and everything like that. So the guy had a enormous amount of like just body parts and just things laying around. It's a collection. It's a hobby, really. <laughs> I don't, 
<laughs> no, collecting baseball cards is a hobby. Collecting body parts. Baseball <laughs> cards, genitalia. I mean, like, we're, this is semantics. Come on. I mean, you can have extreme sports. Why can't you have extreme hobby? Collect it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is... I, I don't see your problem, uh, this, Alex. Come on. All, all I, like, this is sound. This sounds so bad, but all I can picture in my head is like just like two people. Like, okay, I have, I have an eyeball, an ear, and and, and a penis. What, what do you have? <laughs> I'll trade you this. I got that. <laughs> I got a tongue. If you'll give me the eyeball, man. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> so messed up. Um, yeah, so you want to get into how he collected his merchandise? Well, there's there, right before that, there's, there's two things I want to bring up last is that there okay. was, there was some body parts near the stove that they kind of put two and two together that he was actually eating some of these body parts too. Um, and the reason why that stop, well, here's the thing though, Ro, is that the town folk would get meat from him like he would package meat and like give it to the townsfolk and the townsfolk would eat it there they can't be 100 percent positive if it actually was like human that they were eating like if, if they had eaten it what not but he was actually eating people too so i don't know but that, like that's just a crazy thought to think like he might have been giving like actual human body parts to like the townsfolk or whatever why I, I i don't know like i don't know why they would like i i mean i guess it's the same like here like you when like someone goes hunting in the woods like oh hey i shot a deer would you like some of the meat type deal like the, I, there's too much for me do you want some like there's that hospitality has, hospitality aspect of it and like i know like i grew up in a small town like when my like when my uncle would go hunting that was part of the thing I was like hey we have some extra meat would you guys like some I hope my uncle was not chopping up people but like <laughs> but like that's that's what it like I feel like that's kind of what it was was small town someone has some extra meat you're gonna take it I, so maybe yeah. I mean yeah I, I agree with that I doubt he was I mean it's less likely he was giving people human meat because they're out in the middle of nowhere basically and like I feel like if he if he sees he probably has guns and like if he sees an animal he's gonna shoot it and do his thing because obviously he knows how to gut and treat and prepare an animal that's yes abundantly clear he knows how to do that and um, I also feel just, yeah and I also feel like you might know the difference between like because mm -hmm. I I can tell like obviously like there's a difference between a chicken and beef there's a difference between like beef yeah. and pork thank, like, thank you for telling me what's the difference because you were like I could tell the difference I'm like oh what <laughs> doesn't you, doesn't doesn't people taste like pig a little bit I, I I can't swear to that but I I think I've heard that from like that's the cannibal thing like because they call it long pig was the joke in Archer I remember oh um, but I feel like there's a couple different references that come together where like. I, I I could be wrong, but I seem to remember that cannibals state that it's an it's a kind of off an off pork thing. Oh, then then it's very possible. Then yeah, it's they might have not known. I don't know. I again, I would I would hope that he wasn't feeding it to other people. But um, the the Just last imagine the town the town's folks going today's folk is a little strange. <laughs> 
gosh. <laughs> um, the la- the oh, last, <laughs> the last, <laughs> the last thing that they actually did find in the uh, the house was an entire skin suit, um, with female uh, breasts on on it. So they essentially Ed Gein would get in this skin suit and pretend to be a woman. And he would take one of the masks. Pretend to be his mother. Yep, his mother. And he would take one of the masks and wear it too. So that's where you see some of like the like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's where you see that. Uh, Silence of the Lambs when he was dancing around in the basement doing weird stuff. That's where they got yeah. that aspect. <clears throat> so. You know, I, I, I have to go and watch uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that's the only movie that I haven't watched out of the three movies that you are referencing to. The first one's a little harder to watch. It's pretty, it, it's a lot, it's kind of, kind of boring, to be honest with you. It's not Are you talking about the great. one from the 70s? Yeah, the first one. The second one is stupid. It's like in Texas and like, there's a radio station and yeah. it's bad. It's yeah. It's really bad. If, it, if you're they're not as, they don't which one up. to watch. Ah, dude, they're, I'm not a huge fan of that series, to be honest with you. They're kind of all not great to me, to me. If you're, I would watch House House of a Thousand Corpses. That's gonna be your best reference to what's going on here. If you wanted to watch a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, watch the one, watch the remake with Jessica yeah. Biel. That that's just watch that one because it's it's better than I think almost what you're saying, Chester. It's it's an updated version of the '70s. It's a remake of it. It's a little bit more, I guess, not boring. You know, and it it still kind of is true to the original. It has some of the same pieces, and the original's good. It's just like, man, there's a lot of buildup and a lot of bad acting, and like it's just like super seventies cheese. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit much sometimes. You got you got to go into it with the frame of reference of what movie making was like around them because it was like early seventies too, wasn't it? Yeah, like it wasn't late seventies. It was like during that post, um, sixties super gore shit it it's it, it's not an easy watch mostly because it's boring yeah but you should watch it it's i, I feel like it's a, a classic horror movie that you you need to watch <laughs> it's it's worth it it's yeah. worth it um but kind of continuing on and I, everything go ahead i bro. i will watch it as unlike someone i know out of the group <laughs> oh yeah I forgot. I Send me the name of the Apple movie, and I will watch the Apple movie. It's listen. If if even if you go right now to our podcast chats, the names are the, still there. But what, like what date though? Like what month? We haven't chatted a lot on the podcast chat in Discord. <laughs> There's a channel, <laughs> podcast chat. <laughs> Let's just I'll I'll watch the movie row and then you and I can talk about it and we'll make fun of Alex the entire time. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I don't just care. Alex just an Alex ripping into him episode. That's that's the whole point. You guys would. You would. <laughs> what? If it's what the audience wants, why are you here? Like why why are you talking about that? <laughs> Fine. I, I'm going to watch it. I'll, I'll watch it and I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But yeah, that's uh, so that's that's some of the the things that they found inside the house. So, Ro, I guess like for your your first time hearing this, like, what are your what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think? Like, what's going through your mind about this guy right now? <laughs> that's a great that's that's the correct reaction thank you all right you you won the prize that's, you should do i have a lot of adjectives and i don't know which one to say first and my brain is not connected to my mouth anymore <laughs> Wait, what did, what did she say? She said her brain is not connected to her mouth anymore, and she has a lot of adjectives and not sure where to start. But what, oh, that oh, is okay. Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? You win the prize for this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. But... Uh, Weird is just an understatement for him, considering that we are uh, talking about weird people this month. Yeah. And um, a part of me um, also feels uh, sorry for him in a way where, you know, he could not have been the person that he was. And all because of um, his parents. Um, but there's this also the fact that he had an elder brother um, and well, he killed him, but that's a different story altogether. But he was also, <laughs> 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 but I think he had, uh, he, I mean, he had an opportunity to become better, you know, uh, and, and not be the person he was at the end of the day. So, um, you know, this sort of a gray area, but he's definitely weird. Uh, and man, he's crazy. Yeah. Like, who, yeah. that's, but that's like, just pure and simple crazy. But it, now, it, does it make a little bit more sense, like, why we had to start with, like, the beginning of his life and everything like that? Yes. Because almost like what Tristan was saying, like, he wasn't going after kids. Like, that was not his prerogative. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't males. I, I should mention like all the bodies and like everything found in the house were from female. Um, like I guess a victim, victim. What was that? Graves. Yeah. Graves. Grave robber. That's where they all came from. He didn't really kill anybody. He just, all these bodies and all the skin and all the stuff that he had mentioned, they came from exhumed graves. Yes. He was a grave so, robber. He wasn't really a murderer. So no, he uh, murdered, the people but, he, you know, yeah, the people he killed, though, I mean, the waitress and the shopkeeper, um, did anyone find out why he was, uh, or why did he kill them? Was it because oh, he obvious. just wanted some fresh skin off the... Because mm -hmm. he, he was, like I, like I said earlier on, it's it was a childlike wonder he went after this ad. Like, I'm not excusing it or, like, mm -hmm. trying to defend it, but, like, that's the idea, is he was doing it from the perspective of a kid. Where he was obsessed with bones and mutilation and meat, basically. I, I don't know how else to put it, but like he was obsessed with human bodies in every form and doing weird shit with them. So, of course, if he had exhumed like enough uh, dead ones that he'd gotten from the graveyard, the only thing next to move it to the next level is the fresher and fresher and fresher kind of thing, which 
that was where his impulse had to drag him because that was the next logical step in his childlike psychosis. And I'd like to point out too is like the like what you were saying, Tristan, a very specific demographic that he was going for. The most the most of the women that he, um, well, the two women that he killed, and then the the graves that he would dig up were all in a sense resembled his mother. Like that's she taught him to hate women. Yeah, yeah. So like that's why he went after the the types of women that he did. Um and also like what you were saying too Tristan was like <clears throat> he was a grave robber. He did um dig up these graves cuz when the police were asking him like how did you get so many? Like how how was this possible? Um he actually had someone help him dig up the graves. So the person um didn't know that he was what he was doing with the bodies per se they like the other person was like robbing for like jewelry and things that like the person was buried with but ed gein was actually after the person himself so the the other guy did not know what ed gein was actually doing so so yes so the um when they were talking to him as far as like the uh the police investigation and everything like that Edgeen had stated that the only time that he would kill somebody was when the gro- when the ground was frozen and he couldn't rob the actual grave. So what, like in the winter time and everything like that was when he did most of the killings. And he again, he only killed two people supposedly. Now Again, when they were doing like the investigation and everything like that, and they were talking with him, and the police were like investigating the property and everything like that, there's a couple of instances where they thought Edgeen had killed more than just those two women, uh, because there was two deer hunters that had gone missing, too, and their one of the deer hunters' coat and the deer hunters' dog was found on Edgeen's property. So they're thinking that Ed Gein had killed these two gentlemen too. Um, the purpose behind that, again, it was kind of off because he was after a specific type of person. Um, but but yes, so that's <coughs> that's that's why does he fall into the serial killer like realm and everything like that? Technically, no, um, because they only could find or like you know pin him on two killings so is he technically a serial killer no but yes it's a kind of like a weird area he's like he he had all these bodies and everything like that um but they only got him for two two murders and everything so (coughs) which kind of leads to the um the the trial and everything like that before before we go on to that i was just telling ro about the the two the two deer hunters that were found or like had gone missing and they found part of the deer hunters uh jacket and the deer hunters dog on Edkin's property and that's why it's like he probably killed more people but they really only pinned him for two murders the the storekeeper and the tavern lady so yeah, that's true. But still, at least the vast majority of like human remains were found like in his house. He he didn't kill anywhere near the amount of people worth no. the stuff they found. You know. Yes. Yeah. They. Yeah. So the the bulk of it, he was a, a grave robber. So he that's where he was 
getting all those bodies. Um, going on to the actual trial and everything like that. Um, he was found not guilty, and he was not guilty for the fact that he was insane. So the judge was like, "Hey, this guy is." He's not right in the head. Yes, he killed these people, but he's he's insane. He doesn't know what he's doing. So he ended up uh, living out the rest of his day in a mental hospital in Wisconsin. But they 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 chalked it up as um, it's oh what is it? How did it, it's oh oh o e d i p a l opedial or o e d Oh, I had a pill complex. Are you talking it's, about the Oedipus complex? Yes, where where you are physically attracted to your parent. Your, so it's like your yes. mother specifically. Yes, and that's what they chalked it up as, as far as like what was wrong with him. And your Freudian complex. Yes, or yes. So it's <clears throat> it's one of those things where like that's what they kind of. That's what they said was wrong with them and everything like that. And I, I think I, you know, for the most part, I, I do agree, but we don't, I guess we really don't know. Like, was he really attracted? I mean, he never came out and was like, yes, I like, I, I was physically attracted to my mother and everything like that. But you can kind of see like based on his behavior and everything that he did, that that's probably what it was. Um, so just some last little bits of information and everything like that on him. So he, he lived the rest of his life in this mental hospital where he died at the age of 77, which was uh, 1984 of lung cancer. Um, he was buried next to his mom. <laughs> I, I don't know why I, th- I find that funny, but like, I just, I like uh, that's, oh, that's I'm it not, is. it's funny. Yeah. Don't I'm worry, not surprised good. that that's where they, they buried him. <laughs> Worth a <laughs> chuckle. Yeah. Yes. Um, but while he was living and everything like that, his house that he grew up in did burn down. Uh, when they, when they told him about this, he didn't seem upset at all or anything like that. He's like, ah, okay. It is what it is. And that's knowing his personality from like what the nurses had said that kind of fits. Like he was very calm and docile. He was not like, he didn't, he's not an angry man. Um, from like what the nurses and the people that would take care of him would say, they were they were saying he was like he was pretty nice to work with. He was um, the only th- thing off about him was that he would kind of stare at people like uncomfortably long, and he was good at sewing. <laughs> they said that too, which is just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was good at sewing. <clears throat> so that's that's Ed Gein. That's uh, that's his life. That's that's about him and everything like that. I think he fits perfectly for like weird people and everything like that that we're covering for the month. He definitely was, I think, a little bit more than just weird. I think there's a lot wrong with the guy. But yeah, that's uh, that's Ed Gein. That's Ed Gein. So what do you think, Ro? What's up? Messed up. It's messed up. <laughs> 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 like I have a lot to say, but I can't say. Like I said, my brain is not just connecting to my mouth. Yeah, if it's if it's uh if it's your first time hearing about the guy, I'm sure it's there's a lot of a lot of questions and a lot of like you know, it's it's a lot to take in, I I would I would assume. So 
What do you, what do you think though, Tristan? Well, I'm reminded of uh, uh, Dan Carlin's book, uh, The End of the World is Always Near, um, where he has a whole big long chapter about how everybody probably pre, God, fuck, like 2000 were subject to child abuse. And that was just the, the norm compared to what we have now. Yeah. And like, I, I think nothing better epitomizes it than like, the dynamic that was going on then, like it just kids were not treated as like a serious aspect of their, like the psychology of the parents, I guess they were Mm -hmm. just like almost perceived as immune to what was going on. Yeah. And, uh, this is one of those cases where like, you know, the dad was an alcoholic and the mom was clearly knucking futz. (laughs) They don't really talk about the dad too, but like, I get, I don't know if he was like completely absent or like what was going on there specifically, but just such a domineering set of parents, like raising some people that, that, that was, it's common nowadays, but it was much easier for that to be ignored back in the fifties, especially, or like the, well, I guess that was more like the thirties and forties. Yeah. Um, especially in a small town where just like no one wants to like deal with other people's shit, you know? No. Um, I I mean, like you bring up a good point too, is like even like the kids that were telling their parents about like what Ed Gein was saying and what he was doing, they weren't even listening to it. Yeah. It's just like, I I get it. Like you're, if a kid says that they saw an alien, like, are you really going to believe I, I I put it in here, (laughs) brought up aliens. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? Like there's some things that like a kid will say that it's just like, okay, are they, what are they saying? Is, is it truthful and everything like that? But I feel like he was in the town for so long. And if all the kids are saying the same thing, why wouldn't you just like, Hey Ed, do you mind if I come in and take a look around or like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe just times are different now. So it's just, it's that fine line thing. And just having that relationship like with your children to understand like if what they're saying is rooted in fact or not. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. It makes me think of that, uh, uh, that South park episode. Cause I love that show and I'm going to constantly reference it where they had the children abduction one where like, oh, um, yeah. the, the parents like kept thinking like, Oh, you can't let your kids out because they're gonna get abducted, and they find out like it's only people that are close to you. So they like isolate all their friends and family, like the parents do, and then they're like, "No, the most likely thing to be abducted is by one of the parents." So they kick all the children out of the town, (laughs) and they go join with the Mongolians who are trying to attack the city because (laughs) it's South Park, so the Mongolians are attacking. Yep, and then like no more kids are getting abducted because they're not there. Yeah, it's you know it's a fine line between like are you gonna ignore what they're saying because it's fantasy or are you going to listen to it so much that you kick them out and they turn into Mongolians? Yeah. Yeah. The guy, the guy, the, I don't know. I just the, like, it was, I'm not going to say it was fun, but it was interesting learning, I guess a little bit more about him. Like the, the whole mm-hmm. him babysitting kids. I just like, I knowing it makes what, so, I, I bet he was super calm and like super like 
relaxed and patient with children. Like that, I don't know why. Like I get that image in my head. He was probably just like the ideal babysitter, just a nice guy. Would just like you know, like <laughs> t- yeah. I and no, but I think you're right though. Like I, I, I feel like that too. I feel it's like he was fucked up, but I just I, I get that vision in my head. Like it was just like yeah, he's probably great with kids. Yeah, yeah. He's a scary, horrible human being around other people, but I'd stuck. I, I, I do you think it has something to do with maybe like how he was treated? Like he, like I, does you, do you think he like knew to like some degree, like, Hey, I was treated kind of like shit. So I don't want these kids. To be it, it has to do with his mental yeah. disability. It has purely to do with the fact that he's just not there because mm-hmm. he's just, he's a kid and he's a kid in an adult's body with the domineering mother who just got a fascination with body parts. Uh, I'd like it's uh, let's not forget those parts um I, I i you know i joke about the part of about him being good around kids i mean that's still horrifying as hell but like it just comes down to his innocence of the way he approached what he did because it, it just it wasn't one of those like super um more violent versions of it like where you get uh like Ted Bundy kind of thing, or yeah. just like those people where they, they are clearly murdering a lot of people for the act of the murder. Like that was, that was, that's a big thing with serial killers where like for him, it wasn't about killing people. It was about the like almost Jeffrey Dahmer esque thing of it. Like the science of it, that kind of psychosis, yeah. um, the, which is a little bit more childlike It's more about the wonder and like the, what's going on with, if I do this and I do this and I do this kind of thing. Versus the anger of different kinds of serial killers, you know? Well, that's actually something that was uh, brought up when they were uh, talking to him at the police station. was like, he seemed like thoroughly, like, not enthusiastic, but like he had no remorse and was like pretty excited to talk about like how he would skin like his, like the victim. I I wouldn't say victims, but the bodies because he didn't actually kill them. So like, they're experiments to him. Like it was, it was a, it was his version of Legos. Like it's as fucked up as that is. Like <laughs> the new Lego series, Ed Gein. <laughs> I'll just to like him. That's 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 what he had, and that's what he wanted, and like yeah. that's what he cared about was like that. I'm not saying there's anything good about that, but that's just kind of it. It wasn't a hateful thing. It wasn't like he's was trying to punish somebody or like. It, uh, at least that's not the impression I got. It, it it just came off to me much more like he was just super fucking mentally stunted yeah. and took it out in a very unusual way. I wonder when we're going to be doing like the rest of like whoever we pick for like the weird people this month and everything like that. I wonder if we're going to see, I mean, if, if we do pick another serial killer, I, I don't know, audience, we're not sure yet who we're going to be picking, but like, I wonder if we're going to see like a trend and everything like that. Like, Ro, you had brought that up a little bit earlier, like in serial killers and like people who do like atrocious stuff. You, you, oh, you see some fuck. of this stuff. Tristan, what's up? We should yes. pick that. We should do that. We should do that one guy. Oh, God damn it. I, I cannot remember the name. I, I heard a podcast about it and it, it's something we should do. It was one of this like genius kid um and he was super fucked up later in life because like his parents were both like psychologists and like educators and they were super smart and russian they immigrated to america and basically came from like they had doctorates in russia i think and then they immigrated to america and then like re-got a lot of their accreditations within a short amount of time of emigrating because they were just that smart they were 
stupidly intelligent people. And then they had a kid and they basically planned their kid around their structure of raising a child to make the most intelligent person possible. But they completely fucking forgot how to socialize the kid to the people around them. So like their, their basic structure was like, if the kid has a question, you answer the question honestly, and you teach them everything openly from the time they're basically born from like the time they're a baby. They, they you, you just, you talk to them like they're an adult basically. Um, yeah. but they completely forgot to teach them the subtlety of like, you know, childhood and wonder and like imagination. And this kid turned out like fucking ridiculously intelligent. Like he, he knew like nine languages by the time he was eight or something stupid. I barely know like English. <laughs> I'm there with you, dude. I sound like a hippie. I get it. Um, but his parents like super fucked him up, even though he was like super smart. He just, he didn't, he, he was unabomery. Like he, he didn't click with people. You should. And I think he died alone and like super confused and miserable. Uh, I, we got, I cannot even remember the name. I got to do some research into this. I'm sorry about that. But like this, he's, like he should have been a serial killer. Yeah. Like honestly, like the way he, like the way his parents just emotionally tried, but just were not fucking there. Yeah. Like he should have murdered like 50 people. If you remember the name and like, if, if you can figure it out, I, I'd love to hear about this. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out um, and post it out. Cause we, we need to talk about him. Cause it, a lot of what happened stuck out with me, but the name is just not clicking right now. Yeah. Sweet. I, I'm I'm really interested. That'd be great to hear about this. I'm 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 excited. <laughs> hopefully hopefully we, you you find the guy and everything like that. So but yeah. Final thoughts on Ed Gein? Well <laughs> remember the first time? <laughs> remember the first time I um raised the raised this topic that we should do weird people? Mm-hmm. And Alex spoke about some grandma with her dentures in the soup. Yeah, my grandma it, with her dentures in the soup. Yeah, not somebody, my grandma. <laughs> What's so wrong about that? Well, this certainly surpasses your grandma. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh. Tristan, anything? He gave us a unique perspective on furniture and lampshades. That's so. true. That is, that's very true. Very true. Yeah. He's... The Ed Gein collection is quite hot right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my leathery chair. <laughs> I mean, okay, so this is my, is it vegan if it's people skin? Yes. That's a very difficult question. <laughs> I just, I, I want to know where we're sitting with that. That's fine. Like, it's, it's fine if not, but like, I'm just trying to understand. Like, I'd say, yeah. Because isn't like the so big. So it's fine if it's people? Uh, yeah. Because I think the big thing with like vegans is it's no animals, right? No animals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's vegan friendly. It's okay if it, it's vegan friendly. Yeah. It's, it's vegan friendly. I mean, okay. I, I'm pretty. Like, I, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> I shouldn't say. I'm, we're going to end the show now. <laughs> I don't want to offend any <laughs> vegans. I was all right. Fuck it. I'll say it. I was just going to be like, I feel like that's something a vegan might do. But you know what? I'm sorry if you're vegan. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Because <laughs> uh, they're so extreme. Vegans are so extreme. Are they not? I feel like they are. 
<coughs> but I don't know. I don't know anyone who's a vegan. So me neither. I, I, I mean, if you are, I mean, do we have a human skin lampshade and chair? <laughs> I just add. I guess that's the question. That's the question we're wondering right now. Uh, but yeah, if you if, if you enjoyed the show, you liked what you listened to, you know, you you know where to go. You know, all all your favorite social media sites. We'll be there. We're, we're hanging out. You'll find us. Just look for our cool little logo that we have. It's green. A green logo. <laughs> look for green. Anything green, that that's probably us. And just type in that's effing weird. And if it's green, that's us. All right. So, you know, just remember, clean your sinks. Um, you know, listen to the that's effing weird every, 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 every week. Sunday, we have, we got a, we got a new episode. And, you know... We aren't looking for stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's Edgeen weird. <laughs> hmm.